0: Ooh, this is a subliminal message. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. It's called Meet the Entertainers on The Big Ben Show. Or follow this podcast on podomatic.com. It's called Meet the Entertainers on The Big Ben Show. This is the end of the subliminal message. Ooh. Yes, it is I, Big Ben, here in Christmassy Hong Kong. That's right. (laughs) I am a clown who works mainly in Hong Kong. And every week or so, I interview an entertainer. Often someone from the uh, regions of the Southeast Asian area, such as uh, Hong Kong or Singapore. But often, I interview Australians and Americans and English performers. And we have a good old chat about the business of entertaining. And this week really delighted i'm talking to an amazing clown called mr max marshall and he's from scotland but he's done a lot of work um as an entertainer at uh, disney and uh well he's got some amazing tips we talked to him about his uh, incredible life about the art and the purpose of clowning and he's got some really great insights into the differences between a performer and an entertainer porti- pointing out the importance of entertainers in today's world so Hopefully our job is not completely irrelevant. I highly recommend uh, this podcast to all entertainers uh, across the planet. You can contact Max at facebook.com slash maxmarshall.9843 and you can contact me, Well, you can see me at my website www.thebigbenshow.com and I'm always looking for more people to... uh, Interview. So, if you're an entertainer um, anywhere around the world, do contact me at ben at the bigbenshow.com. And as usual, all the names, all the links, and websites mentioned and resources mentioned in this episode uh, will be linked, will be linked, will be listed in this episode's uh, description. So, just scroll down the description and check out what you need. Check them all out. Google them and YouTube them, because you will learn so much. Ah, Christmas. Giving and stealing. Let's go and talk to Max Marshall. I stole your hat. I stole your hat. This is my hat. It is your hat, isn't it? Uh, I have had a hat like that for a long time. I mean, was what, yours uh, uh, is it a is J&B. Uh, yeah, this I think is a MB, dis- JB, dis- This is designed by Nils Paul, but it looks exactly the same as yours. Ah, it's spot on. Yeah, but how did you keep your hat clean? Because in all your videos, your hat looks clean. As my hat, three level, three layers of felt. That is, and it doesn't lose shape. I've had mine since oh, I was no, about. You can feel it, yeah. Since I was about twelve years yeah, old, so I've really had it for I've had it for a long, long no, no, time. No, it doesn't lose shape, but unfortunately, I get them filthy. Is there an easy way to clean these? a dry clean. Dusting is the only way to, to, that you're going to clean one of okay. them. because I've now gone for this hat, but I don't like it as much. This hat is just pure black bowler.
1: Yeah, the, the only thing is with the uh, with these juggling hats is that that if you do get a, a color with them, um, yeah, they get they get dirty because your hands your hands you've been touching props on the stage. Yes. Or, yes. Uh, depends what kind of show you have, but maybe your hands are dirty. If you're wearing
0: that. makeup on your forehead, that's kind of like all brilliant. these sorts
1: of things. And um, yeah, I, I don't really have a. a, a a trick because
0: have you still got your red hat? You're yeah, still, I still use it. My show, had it it for, look, I've had it for over 20 years. Amazing, it still looks nice, it's still spot on. Yeah. Oh man, because I, 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 I had a black one of these, then I had one of the yellow brim, uh-huh. and then I had one of a red brim, and then that got too dirty, so I went for the black, just a plain black one, so that won't get so dirty.
1: I would avoid. Um, if we're recording now, aren't we? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean we're, just, we're just letting letting people know what what's, well, going, I, I what's might, going on. Well, we're might, discussing hats here I in the might, office.
0: I might do some editing and I might not. Who knows? So with the with the hats, if
1: anybody's out there listening and they're interested in in uh, we're discussing juggling hats here. Um, how did I make this so d-
0: filthy? Just uh, how did that happen? Oh, and that was me. I think <laughs> it's it like there's probably this hat dust falling off this hat, I haven't worn this hat for over a couple of years, so it's probably ah. So.
1: Um, yeah, p- people asked me about hats before. Um, I don't juggle multiple hats. There's people out there that do, um, and I can highly recommend any of these uh, juggling hats to anyone. Um, but if you want to do it for costume matching and stuff, mm. and uh, if you're worried about getting getting them dirty, then I recommend like if a black hat works really well, and then maybe customize like a band. Yes. Like say, for example, if your costume is red or what- whatever your theme is, or you put a red what- band yeah, around the hat. Something like that. The the advantage of having a coloured inside is when you when you're doing spins, is oh, that it, it kind of flashes.
0: That's a good idea. That, that yes. but
1: it's it's that's just that's very very small detail. But
0: okay, I might yeah. add some photos um, on my website to show t- what we're talking about. So we're talking about juggling hats, and yeah, they, they do tend to get quite dirty, um, but you, apparently you can dry clean them. Well, I might try and dry clean this and
1: see what happens. Yeah, and um, the other thing is, if they get wet because they are, it's it's a woolen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can yeah. see that.
0: I think this one's probably been wet or that's dab right, at some point. That's it goes, right. It goes a bit
1: lumpy, and yes. um, that sort of it just loses that that nice niceness. It uses
0: the niceness, absolutely. The good yeah. thing about
1: the juggling hats is that they're round so it doesn't matter which way you throw them
0: as long as it lands on your head, it's, there is no front or back. Yeah, yeah. and you're very good uh, at it. Well, well I I've been it. at it for a while. Yeah, yeah I can do a few uh, things. I can flick it from my foot to my head is, I guess, my best one. Well,
1: look, that's 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 what the lay public like. Yeah. You know, if you want to impress jugglers, if you want to impress jugglers, get five hats yes. and, do, and do the whole manipulation. <laughs> yes. That's that's great, and I'm not, not to say that um, that sort of skill isn't appreciated, but uh, doing doing gags of, of, of you know, there's there's different um comedy gags you can do with, with, with the with the juggling hats and whatnot. Yes. Um but they also can be used for uh, holding things in, props, mm. or whatever they have to try and hold it or whatever.
0: Look at me, I'm such a bad interviewer. Oh look at that. This is, this is Donald. Where's your cruisers. Isn't this the Scottish the system? It should be, it
1: should
0: be. Donald, where's your cruisers? you Something I've never performed in is a kilt. You've never performed
1: a kilt? But you are from of Scotland, yeah? I am from Scotland, I'm, I'm from Edinburgh. I'm from a very small town called Peebles. It's about 26 miles south okay.
0: Edinburgh. Beautiful little place. Okay, so, um, how on earth did you get started then, Edinburgh? How did, did I get started? Born in 91? Uh,
1: born in eighty two. Um yeah, so a little while gone out and the, the, the years are getting shorter, apparently. Um, but as the as the years go on the the um, the fun just gets more and more. And uh, yeah, so how did I get started? Well, uh, mentioning Edinburgh, uh, I used to go up to Edinburgh Festival with my father and uh we be the school performers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what do we do as kids? We we see something we like and we copy yeah uh, we still do that yeah <laughs> we still copy you know and, and whatnot but i remember watching these street entertainers and see seeing what what uh, rapport they were having with people and the effect that they were having on people yeah it wasn't really i wasn't i wasn't looking at a, an egotistical performer i was looking at an entertainer
0: mm. i was
1: looking at someone who was 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 changing the vibe of the entire place mm. the, the larger greater energy um and i thought to myself that that's where i wanted to be yeah Um, but that's while I was hiding behind my father's leg, because I was too shy uh, to do anything at the time. Mm. And, um, yeah, and I just absolutely loved seeing all of that, and so I I learned to juggle. Uh, At that time, I would have been about five or six. Oh, wow. And when I was about seven, I learned to juggle.
0: Seven years old? (laughs) Yeah. That's early. You're
1: a skillful man. (laughs) But, I'll be be honest, I'm not not an academic kind of guy. Mm. And... um, but when I learned something so so physical and so, you know, yeah. it's, in, it's in the hands, so practical, um, I was like, wow, I just achieved something. Mm. When you learn to juggle, if, if you're out there and you haven't learned to juggle, it, it is a great skill to have just for mm. yourself, just because there's a, lear- there's a learning process, and I've used it within my my workshops for, yeah. for, for uh, youth motivation and stuff, saying, you know, you can't expect to be in one place without breaking mm. it down, because there is steps, and within this
0: one, there's three steps. And to, also, to jump in... In the in the late 80s and the early 90s, there was sort of a mini juggling craze, wasn't there? Mm. For a few years, there were juggling shops in 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 every town in in England. Yeah, one year, then they went bankrupt. There's still there's still people. Yeah, that's a thing having having a shop. Must be it's, it must be tricky
1: because not it's. It's just it's a very niche market, of course.
0: Yeah. But there is a
1: there's a lot of people out there juggling and doing stuff and and, and manipulation things. With the wonderful day and age that we live in now, with 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 YouTube and social media, people are sharing videos and you're seeing you. Yeah. We're, we're much more exposed to yeah to other people's skills and talents that yes. is, that that I wasn't exposed to, or maybe you weren't exposed no. to all those years ago when we were learning. You know. We you just
0: be, have one I'm one s- one source. For you, maybe it was the Edinburgh Festival and yeah, you saw exactly. people and yeah, you, that's what. I want to have a go at that. Exactly. Yeah, we were just we didn't have the, the same exposure. Were there so juggling, clubs, a, were there juggling least, clubs around where you were? There was. Yeah, in Edinburgh, it okay. was
1: the 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 Cross Community Juggling School or Circus School. Sorry. Yeah, because
0: there was that time in the late 80s, hmm. early 90s when there were when there were juggling clubs around. Yeah, and uh, my 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 uh, my friend wanted to, to to get involved
1: as well, and his father used to drive us up after school, and we we'd, we'd sit in the car park and wait on the school opening for a circus school, and. Uh, and then yeah, in there it was just a it was just a, a PlayStation of of uh, uh, all these juggling toys that that we couldn't afford yeah. at the time, you know. Yeah, rings bells with uh, me. There yeah, was, was me. a great a great guy called uh, his name was Gandalf actually, long, <laughs> long before uh, Lord of the Rings. But, but um, uh, Gandalf was this American guy um, who I've I've completely lost track of now. I'd love to meet him again.
0: And, um,
1: I'm going to Google him. But he later. he taught me how to to ride the <laughs> ride my un, my unicycle. Ah,
0: you're a unicyclist as well.
1: Oh, we we went you're we went through it all. We went through yeah. all jack of all trades, but master The low, the devil stick, yeah, yeah.
0: the, the hat, <laughs> the unicycle.
1: Yeah, a little bit c- of everything. Juggling, c-
0: passing, everything. Yeah. Yeah,
1: just doing a little bit of everything really.
0: And you, how how old are you? So this is seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, this a, this uh, this age, yeah, probably around about tw- eleven or twelve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
1: it was before we could drive and stuff like that. So we we're kind of heavily de- depending on on parents driving. Oh, yeah. uh, and And it was, you know, living in Scotland, this
0: uh, this is it's in it's the early 1990s. By then, I guess. Yeah. Cold, dark, damp nights. Yeah. Driving way up there. I was. I dark. was. I was doing yeah. a similar thing. I was. T- I'm ten, about ten years older than you, but I was. I was in Oxford University at that time, where yes. there was, and I was. I was president of the Oxford University Juggling Club, so I was doing the same oh, sort were. of stuff. Just learning everything and not being very good at any of it, but uh-huh. juggling and just almost like juggling was almost like a religion for me at that time. I was right. president of the juggling club. I was trying to get more people to juggle. Let's juggle! You can, make can yeah, teach Yeah, the world you should it. juggle. Yeah, and I felt, I felt at that time, I that juggling was really, really cool. We were wearing like tie dye, and we had dreadlocks, yeah. and we were kind of a bit New Agey, travellery, and we were we were travelling around in people's vans to go to juggling conventions because uh-huh. I was a bit older than you. And uh, and we were like painting our faces, and there was our chaos. The French crazy juggling circus, mm. and there was um, Cirque du Soleil was just beginning. And I thought that juggling was really, really the coolest thing in the world, way cooler than a magician. I thought magicians were old-fashioned, mm. but juggling was just jumping was it for me? Was it, it for you? It's cool, yeah. Um, growing up in a small town,
1: uh, nobody else was juggling. Nobody, nobody I knew. No. In in, in a twenty-mile in radius. Yeah could juggle or do anything, really. Yeah, so um, it was a cool thing to, so, to do. Well, uh, n- yes and no, because I was the only person doing this. I was a bit of a misfit, to be yeah. honest, in my small town. I was a, I was the, a little bit of the weird kid, really. Uh, and yeah, and I, I, yeah, I had my patchwork trousers and my tie-dye T-shirts. Yeah, do it, I went, do been there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, at a very young age, so breathing w- fire, eating fire and getting...
0: Um, and are you doing... An, are you, you're doing it as a hobby. Are you doing any shows at this stage? Um, that's the, well no 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 I I was I was only really
1: just for for uh, for friends of parents that would come round and yeah I'll like, oh,
0: get your fire torches out and
1: go into the garden and yeah, show them yeah, what okay, you okay, can okay. do
0: yeah
1: and I would you know do a, a simple cascade and then under the leg and I'd get a round of applause for it yes. it made me feel good and it was uh, again still it, it, even even right up until like uh, halfway through my high school ages I was, I was super shy.
0: Wow. But
1: I did get involved around about 11 years old with a theatre company in my town. Right. Um, but only backstage.
0: Right.
1: So, uh, so that that's a whole that's a whole other life that I have that is on on the theatre side of things. Yeah. Because I decided to step onto the stage after stage managing, loads of shows. Oh, Okay. Um, stage managing and building sets, you know, and oh, building flats
0: you're and a real theatre background. And, yeah,
1: all that sort of stuff as well. Oh, it was amateur dramatics. So yeah, it, but it wasn't uh, but it still was hands on. It's hands on. Oh, big yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, and and. Luckily, the people in my town sort of they they said, Oh this guy is passionate to do it." Yeah. And of course, I was a school kid, so I had a lot of time to to to, to yeah. build stuff. And, and you say know, you weren't particularly interested in, in studies? Nah, nah, okay, nah, I was crap at the school. <laughs> but you know, it, it's because as well, like I, I grew up in a in a time where where education was different. You know, I'm, I'm, it's changed dramatically since I was at the school. Me too. the, 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 the you know people recognizing you know the strengths or the the weaknesses within you know, it was just like ah if you can't do it then you have to go to the special class you know it <laughs> was a, it was as simple as that and there was no there was no um, uh, it, it just things like the learning dis disabil- and learning difficulties weren't recognised no. as same as they are now. No. They maybe were recognised, but they just weren't dealt with. Right. that's the thing. They've just gone. So oh. you, were,
0: you were lumped in, 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 in the in the stupid class. Exactly, stupid yeah, sense. a little bit,
1: yeah, in, in, oh, in God, a sort of like the, the, the honest sense, and that's that's why that's why I go I, I use the, the the term professional stupid now. Because, I've seen that, because so I'm, um, I'm I know. Using, yeah, nice. I'm, I'm using this a lot, and it's um, it's it's the title of my new book that, that I hope will be coming out. Uh,
0: oh, brilliant.
1: Halfway through next year, yeah. still, it's a work in okay, progress.
0: Okay, so this quickly, we'll come back to everything, but mm. before I forget, I'm going to write down, wrote a book. Okay, I'm going to come back to that later. Okay, there we okay. go. Interesting, very interesting. Writing.
1: Writing. <laughs> <laughs> writing. It's in process, it's in process. Oh, writing. Writing, yeah, yeah.
0: So what are what are the turning points then? You're having you're working um, backstage, mm. off stage at a theatre, amateur theatre, company. You're obviously very keen on juggling. Mm. Um, so what are the turning points? Because now, people don't know, you are the you've been working for Disney for six years.
1: Uh, seven years now. Seven oh, years, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, you used to work on the Disney cruise ships.
1: That's right. Now yeah. you
0: work on in, in Disney Hong Kong, uh, Disneyland Hong Kong. Yeah. Disneyland, Hong Kong. Uh-huh full time as the sort of the, the roving performer. The roving, bright bride Yeah. Performer. yeah. So, so turning point from, So what from, are the turning points from being from being a kid that.
1: to being a professional? Getting fifteen quid for my first gig. That really? was a big turning point. Yeah. I went, oh, people are gonna pay me to do this? Well, what was your first gig <laughs> but I just had fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was in somebody's back garden for a for a six years old birthday party. Excellent. And uh, and if I if I can recall it was there was some sort of escape with some sort of quick release handcuffs and paraffin was involved there was uh, juggling knives and okay. some sort of spike through tongue or something it was how, how completely o- not children appropriate
0: <laughs> how old were you? Uh, I would have been about 15, 16 so about 15, 16 yeah. years old you get this show in someone's yeah. garden and they paying 15 pounds <laughs> doing this dangerous stuff and he started doing, doing a rollerball while doing well, some course, sort of straight jacket you're 15 thing. years old juggling was cool at the time yeah. so of course you felt like a rock star right? of course yeah, yeah. And then they, 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 that that developed, and uh, I was working with a friend of
1: mine at the time who was interested, and uh, you know, so we kind of worked off of each other. But uh, he went to to do things at university and college right. and whatnot, I'm at a young age, um, and I ended up kind of going on my own sort of thing, and uh, yeah, and then it just developed from there. It was very difficult for me when I was growing up because again, coming back to coming from the old school, we didn't have DVDs and 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 the, like videos of of how to, like teach magic and stuff that wasn't getting really the advanced. VHS
0: video trying to press pause and ah. rewind to s- see what they're doing yeah, oh but even just so hard do even buying them you, the, yeah, the, the, i know the, the, exactly the i learned how to walk my wheel um on my unicycle wheel walking so i had a, i had a video from the 1987 ija International juggling association a VHS video of it mm. and there was one little kid and he just did the trick um as part of his juggling show he did he got onto his unicycle and walked the wheel and I, I, had, I w- literally watched the v- VHS like frame by frame mm. to work out how it. he was doing it, you know, how do you, how to do, do that. And it was really hard. There was no, there was just no internet videos. It there just, wasn't, you had just to really find... I just had Gandalf. It's a struggle. I find someone <laughs> he, who knows. He was the one that told Gandalf. me about a I,
1: and that was the funny thing. He says, yeah, you've got to find a parking lot, and then lean, and then just lean forward and just pedal. Yeah, that was him. That was my technique. And apparently. it wasn't until I got back home, I said to my dad, I said, I've got a question for you. <laughs> he says, what's a parking lot? Oh. <laughs> it's not a term that we use no. in the UK. Maybe
0: more car so park. Now, <laughs> car park, yeah. Parking <laughs> lot. I would go, what it was a parking lot? <laughs> but I found one. Okay. I found got, one and uh, I did it. How old were you um, when you
1: went to unicycle? Oh, I was, I was, I would have been about 14, 15 okay. then, yeah. So yeah, that was kind that of thing. So, yeah, so then then I ended up coming in, and then, uh, so turning points um, as well were when I was making money. Um, Did you, so you it, started
0: getting a few gigs in people's yeah, gardens getting, and yeah, yeah, parties. Just,
1: yeah, these things, and old folks' homes and right. things like that. So, so confidence started building and whatnot, and then started going, oh, well, I could try this trick here, and then maybe we'll do this, and... Then, you know, studying how, how other entertainers work the crowd and stuff like that.
0: Which entertainers did you study
1: them? Cause it's hard to find them. Well, you know what? Um, it's so funny because two years ago today, as I see by my Facebook, you know, oh. one of those time hop wow. thingy, two years ago today, I met, um, I met my hero who got m- who got me interested in the world of entertainment. And there's a guy called Ron Lucas.
0: Oh yes, and very well, famous. you
1: remember the Ron Lucas show on a Friday night in the UK. Ran for ran for about six or seven years. Mm. Um, on and off, it was kind of season. It was it was kind of done in sort of like seasons sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And and he would do um, for those who don't know that uh, Ron Lucas he's a, a fantastic uh, master ventriloquist. Yes. Um. With today, I still think has the best puppets around. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, can do, the I, I can do ventriloquism on on, on the on podcast, isn't it? Oh, you can? Oh, yeah, oh, I'm so excited. So no one can tell oh, my, my word. Isn't that brilliant? My I didn't man. even see anything. Oh, yeah. Let's oh, do it again. That's amazing. <laughs> Ben Trillican's a lot easier on a podcast, I find. I, uh, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah. in real life, much yeah. harder. I'm not really here. It's just <laughs> <doing> the voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, response.
0: <for the> <laughs> <laughs> you don't even
1: need Just make it <laughs> up. It's fine.
0: But Ron Lucas. was. Uh, he,
1: he would have all of these acts on 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 his show. All of these variety acts. So there was like you know trick ropers and and rollerball acts and manipulation acts and magicians and puppeteers. Yes. He would have all of these, I used these, to watch the Paul
0: Daniels magic show for when he'd have uh, he mm. one act every every week on his magic right, show yeah. where he'd have a juggler or somebody doing something different. Yeah. Sort of yeah. It was
1: along those lines. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so from there I was just fascinated. I love puppets as well, I still do. Yeah. Um well, uh, yeah. yeah, this guy's looking at me. Yeah, we've got a couple in the office here looking at us. Um I'm just waiting on him saying something, go for it. Okay, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. But um but yeah, so all of that, you know, and then, and then you, as as you do, as we all did in in the early stages of of uh, of is that we, um, we we, we copy, yeah. you know, it's oh, I want to try that. Yeah, of course. Um, here's somebody doing a uh, a uh, static case, you know, this one the mind. I know the static case. Oh, uh, that this You're very very I'm good at it. mind-blowing stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm... I want to copy that. Yeah. So you copied it now. Uh, see the world of the world of magic and the world of clown and 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 juggling and stuff is is are very, very separate in the, in the sense of um, uh, property and who owns that move and things like yeah. that. Um, I feel that with, with a lot of clown moves and juggling moves and that, it's all been done before. Yes. It doesn't belong to anybody. No. To me, I see it this way. I see it as music notes. Mm. They're all music notes. And it's like, you can't invent a new music note. They're already out there. Yeah, It's just how they're compiled as to how you're going to make this well, money. You
0: know? They've been copied so many times. Um that it'd be a bit pointless for you to say oh, I'm not going to copy it uh, my, my view on this is um, if there's someone else in your own town doing that routine uh, I wouldn't do it because th- that you are you to be directly in competition with them and right. they're doing it but if it, if it's a generic routine that people have been doing for over 100 years then sure we take it and make it for sure, it your own yeah. spin I mean the, the, I mean the the, the subject of of copying and
1: owning and uh, originating and stuff is is a whole other podcast. And also well. things
0: have changed because like when we began in the, well when I began definitely in the nineties and and um, there was no internet. So um, you if you copy something now and someone puts a video. And it goes on YouTube. Hmm. Someone may well see it. Oh, that's something someone else has d- invented yeah. and been doing. So on the upside that, it pushes. Totally it, pushes it pushes the bar. It pushes yeah. the bar up yeah. because yeah. it forces people to to come up with more New original stuff.
1: presentations, not not original ideas, but original presentations. Right. Um, like I've I've watched it and I've seen it happen in China because China have a very sort of a low tolerance on uh, copyright and stuff. Yeah. And I've watched three acts from uh, the states and the UK being copied by Chinese men. Right now. The, the, the acts that they've copied they've actually copied the gimmick not the actual routine because right. routines have been around for hundreds of years they're all yeah. clown routines yes. but they've actually copied the, the look and the image and, oh. and the movement of the
0: performer, okay. and that's copy. Yeah, and yeah.
1: That, I would say it's wrong, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. we're
0: coming back to... to, to so so it's basically town, what we call a carbon copy. That exactly. Move for move, everything's yeah. exactly the same. It's exactly. just like
1: a mirror image. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Um, so anyway, so coming back to, to the development of, of, of where I was going with it all. Anyway, um, so yeah, I just got more and more. I did a street gig um, for a caravan festival in a, low, in a, in a town nearby where, where I lived.
0: Give it the and age again, so we can keep it, uh, keep it oh, straight, and
1: hold you I Roughly, still at school, seventeen maybe. Okay, yeah, seventeen yeah. years old. Went to a caravan festival. Got hired to do a sh- hired to do a street show, so we weren't put, we weren't playing for the hat. Um, and in the show, we did magic. Uh, we did the, the uh, juggling escape. Uh, a little bit of mentalism. There's a big mix of it. We're still new. We're just yeah, trying everything. Everything you want. Yeah. And uh, my, my job at the end was to finish up on a six-foot unicycle with a blindfold on with fire torches. Yeah. A pretty standard routine that still continues today. Yeah. I and mean, I, yeah. I, I'm still watching guys that I see when I was five years old that are still working doing, doing that routine. Doing it. And these are the guys that inspired me. Because and still it's such it. a good routine. It works. That's yeah. the thing. However, I just remember coming, them coming up to me at the end saying, oh, great show. I love the bit with the suitcase. Oh, the static suitcase. yeah, and the movement. And I said, just to jump in, you can, uh, d- look okay. up,
0: look up Max Marshall's videos on YouTube. It's basically it's the, 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 the routine where the suitcase appears to be locked in midair in a particular point, and you walk all around it. It's an isolation move, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's it's,
1: uh, pro, um Object isolation. Yeah. So yeah. um, uh, they loved it, and, and I, so from from it was that was my turning point, right? Where I said what the hell entertains people if they weren't impressed by this dangerous thing that I did but
0: but I I played with
1: their mind with this case I I started to understand a whole different side of entertainment that's when it changed oh yeah so for me, I'm still fighting with myself going, oh, you know, should should I be a master juggler or should I be a master magician or a master clown, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah so it's, yeah, yeah, it's
1: just kind of like, oh, do you specialize or do you broaden to everything? Uh, yeah, I always remember my father saying, like, if you open a shop that just sells cheese and onion crisps, they better be the best cheese and onion crisps <laughs> in the world if that's all you're selling. Yeah. Um, but you might make a little bit more money if you have... Lots of crisps, you know, chips, yeah. chips, sorry, chips, packets of chips. That's in, what they say in, in, in every everywhere in England, <laughs> everywhere in the UK. So it was, it was a little bit of that. So that's why I ended up doing this, this, this thing. So, so yeah, and then yeah, business just developed. And um, uh, another big turning point for me as well when I left the school, I went, I uh, got one way ticket um, to Italy with my friend, um, who, who said, oh, "I can get, I can get us a job in a pub in Italy." And I okay, went, brilliant. Let's go. I have nothing else to do. Yeah, and I'm never going to make money from juggling and magic and stuff that was come on that's a a silly dream that is so I got a job in a pub in Florence in Italy did a gig in a pub in the pub because the the boss knew that I could do uh, close up magic and stuff and and cabaret magic so I did a very very simple show at the back of the pub Mm. and I came back down and he says you're fired and I went from what and he went the pub and I says what do you mean and he says I'm not going to watch you throw that career away
0: by collecting glasses
1: in my pub he says you need to continue doing this because I didn't believe in myself. You see, oh. I didn't believe that it could be done. No. But this guy, um, he, st- he still owns and is a lead singer and um, um, directs a, a great, um, very popular uh, band in Italy. Um, and he. The name. So, the so He was a perform. He a performer. Coda is the, is the. name of the band. Probably. How it's spelled, I can't really remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, Richard says to me, he says, "Yeah, you need to go and do that." So, he didn't actually fire me, but that's it. This was his. Yeah. This was his thing. So. So yeah, and I, so I, I I took his advice because he's a performer, and 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 I think oh here's here's something. I come back to the UK. Um, I continue some work in a hotel and all so that. stuff. you're, like Nineteen. Now? Uh, this time would have been not yet nineteen. Yeah. Say hey, magic, hey?
0: Huh? Look magic. at that. World. Mental. Mental. <laughs> Mentalism. Um,
1: yeah. I was just thinking working in so a that pub he's
0: got to be about eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then and then I came back and just 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 worked on worked on the dream and just yeah. Got routines, build a show, and yeah, it just uh, escalated from there. In Scotland, in Scotland, in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, it was it was all in, well in my home in my hometown. time it was, in home it was time. The Base, but then of course yeah. I was driving. And what kind of shows me
0: were you getting? Uh,
1: mostly kids shows, yeah. uh, being the bread and butter. Kids shows, uh, um, in all, kids parties, ch- children's parties, yeah.
0: Mm. Um, but then okay, of quickly, course a lot of kids parties said entertainers listen to this. Mm. Um, what, any any really specific tips for doing a kids party? Wow, <laughs> there's for, a, example, there's a lot. for example, for so example, uh, how do you control kids who get too wild? Uh, is, is a good one. So, and I'd love to pick on people's tips for mm. controlling kids who get too wild. Um, how do you, how do you stay on for an hour? Cause most people, do most people want you to stay for an hour? Mm, usually, yeah, yeah. I, cut, I
1: cut it down to fifty. Fifty, 50 minutes was my was my uh, go, my sole time. That's interesting. Um, I felt just that. Uh, different different age groups are are different, and I would sell different packages. I, I was always a big one for, as I say, because it was business. And anybody who is working out there full time, we want to be really saying, well, yeah, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that, and you you, you end up tailoring for. Some people tailor, some people don't. Yes, From I me, tailor. For me, I tailor completely. Yeah.
0: Um, cause
1: well, you just saw me
0: outside trying to make a show with a Roman soldier uniform. There you go, yeah. Just, it'll just be a one-off. <laughs> <And I> mean, <laughs> yeah, that? that's the thing. And these, but these gigs are great. And you, and I, I, look, I look
1: back back on the amount of gigs that I did where, where somebody said, oh, can you still walk and fire breathe? Well, at the time, I couldn't still walk. I'd never been on stilts, and I couldn't fire breathe. But guess what? I said yes.
0: Yeah. I learned it
1: within a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and I've I went and I went to the gig, but unknown to them, I'd never done it before. Yes. but It was. It was just. It's the. It's the art of bullshitting, I guess.
0: And also, I mean, if you keep on saying that, you learn, It forces you to learn new yourself. Absolutely does. Occasionally, yeah, so. occasionally, it's really hard, and you kind of regret it. I, like I remember yeah. someone way too early. Someone said, "Can you do some stand-up comedy?" so of course I, you know, they said things like can you do fire reading can you do fire breathing?" which I'd never done before so I said yes of course I can just like you did so they said can you stand come, oh yeah I'll give that a try yeah no it's, I died on my feet brilliant so <laughs> that's the way you learn yeah if there's there's uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough not to
1: have died too many times on stage but there has been moments yeah. of where the audience goes mild
0: <laughs> um,
1: and you, you, you know and then you you know you analyse your show afterwards and stuff um, but, yeah, let's, let's come back to what the, you're asking those questions. Um, I could give tips on lots and lots of different things because of the amount of different audiences that I've worked for.
0: I've yeah. worked in
1: 21 different countries around the world.
0: Wow. And that doesn't
1: include the like working on the cruise ships to multicultural audiences. No, this is actually... Where, you, where, so you've, now, where you've now got a, an audience in front of you whether it be uh, ten people or a thousand people, mm. and they're all different cultures. Yeah, that that throws that throws a curveball uh, big time. So so for me, my material over the years has mm. really like went all different directions. Um, looking back on all the different styles I've worked with, and um, I moved to Ireland to specialize uh, only in children's magic. I was never going to take a, a mentalism gig or a or a close up gig. or right. it was just like I am the ki- the kids' editor, and this is all I do. And I will be the best at it because this is all I do. I'm not running around trying to do everything like I had been doing, yeah. you understand know what I mean? Yeah. Um unfortunately it was a time of the recession and I just come off cruise ships um, as a host and uh I got offered the job back again and I missed the ships and needed to make money so I, <laughs> I, I abandoned Ireland. <laughs> it's not that I failed my business. Uh it was it was a tough time for everybody. Yeah. Um i trying to think what can't even think what year that was, but uh so yes, yeah, so on, on the front of like, tips and tricks of, of, how to, uh, of how to control people, uh, let's take it down to the root of it all, yeah. and that is your rapport yeah. with, it, with your audience. Yeah. And if once, you work on, once you've focused on that from the beginning, if you can win the audience from the beginning, <laughs> then you've won.
0: Yes.
1: Then you should be in control. There should be, there should be nothing that you should be fighting for the show. Because mm. if not, if you're too, in, too much in your head, then you can be out of control. Of, mm. the, of the audience it doesn't matter whether it's a bunch of kids or whether it's a you bunch of I mean if you're doing the show for if you're, adults, if you're so doing the
0: show for yourself and you're in your own head exactly, and not yeah. paying attention to yeah. the audience
1: you're, you're going to lose it. Um, I learned this um, from the worst gig that I ever did <laughs> except like, well it is. was because I, I, I asked you I said uh, <laughs> <sure it> <laughs> oh, can you do a podcast I said well, what kind of questions are you going to ask said, well you know best gig worst gig any tips uh, yeah. your your backstory, whatever and I think, oh God, worst gig. Oh yeah, I remember the worst gig. <laughs> uh, this was one where yeah, I was totally in my head because uh, I was working outside an outside gig. And I had my PA system set up and my backdrop, I had only spider flex backdrops and everything. Uh and Spiderflex. it's like a, it's a pop up display oh, stand oh, with there, a okay. curtain on it, you know, just as okay. a, a backdrop. Yeah. Um, and it was windy and so this oh. backdrop kind of <laughs> uh, kind of halfway through my show, and I, can, I quickly tied it up with a piece of like rope from a a, a, a routine. And, and then I realized, shit, I need the rope. And so I was, I, I, I started to lose control of my audience. However, one kid started to throw stuff onto the stage, which mm. had never, until this day, had never happened to me. Mm. But then all of the kids started they throwing. They And they were throwing everything and anything. But anything no. they could find they were like running like <laughs> other places in this park to get things just to throw at me and I'm going and I, I just I just wanted to cry and I uh, I, I I just I did I, I says okay thank you very much the show's over go and enjoy yourselves and um, and, off, and off I went the, the 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 booker the booker didn't know what to do he didn't know to feel sorry for me or to say hey you, you couldn't control the people what's wrong with you yeah. but yeah but um, if anybody I would say that the tips um, on rapport is a big one if you think about a, a school teacher, a school teacher needs to be in control of their yeah, class. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: a, good, a good tip that I learned from, um, uh, I want to say David, David Ginn, I want uh, we'll to say. T- we'll name him later. Is, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a lesson about um, how to show that you are the boss and that you are the leader. And I still use it today. Um, when I do my street shows in, in Disneyland, um, I have all the kids to stand up straight. And, and as, as you do that, as you get them to stand up straight like a soldier, they all do it. It's like a command. Yeah. So now you're the chief.
0: Yeah.
1: I get them to move back a little bit, and I get them to come forward a bit and move back a little bit. Now I'm in control. Now I'm the leader. Yes. You establish that you are the leader, yes. just like any dominant male does, you yeah. know, like the, the any alpha male in the pack. Yeah. Is, that's how we're looking at it. It's primal. It's a very primal right. thing. So to do that. So one of the things that I would say is it, and it's an old gag. It's an old gag, but there's a deeper meaning to it is that you say, okay, um, it's it's the whole idea. Who likes magic? You know, people are going to say, hey, because you've just asked the question, mm. which means you are the quizmaster. Yes. But but you've given them an option to answer. Yes. You're not telling them what yes. to do. You say, you know, everybody sit up straight, <laughs> or whatever. You know, you, you you It's it's you're not you're not the quizmaster, and you're not giving somebody an opinion. You mm. tell them what to do. You become a mm. leader. That's really good for for uh, for young um, for young audiences yeah. all around the world just depends how you do it. It's the whole thing of it. Hey, put your hand up if you're here. Are you here? Hey, put your hand up. Put your hand up, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're here. Good, good. Why's your hand not up? Are you not here? Put your hand up, you know. Uh, put your hand up if you're not here. All that, you know, the old, the, old, yeah. the old gags. But that actually works really well in getting, in my opinion, to get the, the report. So you
0: establish yourself as the leader and you, you build up a report. I think you're right. I think there's lots of different ways of um, controlling the kids. But I think the most important thing is you've got to be aware that that's a potential problem. That you've got to be aware that you would to have some technique for controlling the kids. When things have gone wrong for me, it's normally because I've been in a rush and just turned up and just gone straight into my show and been in my own head. Mm. And then about in 10 minutes into the show, I realise it's total chaos and I'm really out to problems controlling the kids for the next 50 minutes of this birthday party. And uh, as long as you have, I think as long as you start and you remember before you begin that it's very important to establish some kind of control, and there's different ways to do it. You can be quite strict. You can be very strict, you know, and, and don't loosen up until the second half of your show. And so you know, the kids are almost, like, intimidated by you, That's, which is fair enough, you can do that. You can be kind of... Or you can... um an- Another entertainer I quite thought was a good idea, she she used to focus on the kids who were doing things well. Like, look how well you're sitting down. Oh, very good. And the kids who were being restless, somehow they want to sit... They want to be praised as well. And they'll start sitting, they'll start sitting well. It's true. There's a lot of these things.
1: It's very complex.
0: We'll, yeah. we'll say that. It's funny. I think we'll, the main thing is just to be aware. There's, books, there's books,
1: and yeah. books and books and books on this sort of stuff. And, it, it, and a lot of it comes down to, to your own personal experience. And we can... We can take. I would just suggest to anybody that, that you would just take notes after every show. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a great tip. To say what went wrong, why didn't that work? Yeah. What could I change? What could be better?
0: Yeah.
1: Why did that happen? Why did that the the the, the annoying kid keep mm. being annoying? Yeah. Is it is it because he's an annoying kid or is it because he just wanted a bit of attention? because exactly. It's just the thing. Why did not you give him a job on the stage to do? Yes. You, that, you, you can You be the you hold hide, man hide, you, you can. Hide, can hide, you hold yeah. Hold it That's yeah. brilliant, isn't he doing a good job? You know. Not yeah. And the, they get all proud because they wanted the attention. Yes, they got it. Yes, you know. Yes. It's 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 like when you when you perform for drunk adults. You know, you get the heckler. You know, yeah. the heckler's the heckler's that annoying kid. Yes. Yeah so you give them a bit of attention like, it depends what your style is you, you you might be you might be a very uh, aggressive uh, uh, comeback artist you know mm. um, or you you you
0: give them you, you shut them up by being kind to them yeah <laughs> you know it, yes. it,
1: it, it, it so it depends on your persona as I, well I
0: think it I think it just comes down to you you have to be aware of it and not forget uh, sometimes I forget if I'm rushing to a show just take a few moments to um to build um a rapport and to build control Mm. At, at the start, because if, if you try to build control after they've gone a bit chaotic, that's ten times as hard. Mm. It's great creating boundaries as well. I
1: think is is, is quite a yes, big one. Yes. it's doing the, like the, the magic tape on the ground. You know, this is you know when you when you when you create your your stage space. Um, I mean, some people have bigger stage uh, apparatus or whatever. So you might need a bigger stage mm. and everything. Um, I've seen people do like little cones with little chains you know yeah. that, that sort of thing for me that that is an absolute no no like because they're just going to play with them knock them over <laughs> pull them they're
0: going to make tug of war while you're just in the middle yeah of, like, the, the idea is like right but creating space but maybe putting up a fence is going to work no no exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not a cage a cage would be nice yeah a cage would be good in a
1: cage yeah um, but yeah doing like the tape on the ground and all that business like for just now uh, in, in, uh, in Disneyland in Disneyland. Look, I'm working in an environment that is designed, that is 100% designed to make people look in
0: every direction. Yes.
1: Try and get people, try people's the, attention. You're talking yeah. about not
0: shows in a the theatre, and is, you know, actually no, on, it's in, outside it's
1: in the park. Yeah. In the
0: park, yeah. So my distractions
1: are uh, character greetings that are going on quite kind of far behind, mascots, behind me. The big Mickey Mouse where, is We've got Mickey Mouse. We've got Winnie the Pooh yeah. uh, Duck. They're all behind me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we've got uh, the Winnie the Pooh ride that plays music a carousel that's running around teacup. Yeah. Uh, it, it's there's there's all sorts of things. There's the the, the chiming of the the, the tower and the, the the castle. There's all sorts of things going on. There's a show that Merlin does, and, and, and it's near the carousel. Right. There's stuff going on all the time. There's a parade at three, and then the Lion King shows at yes, this time. Yes. And there's, there's all sorts of things, and um, Disneyland is brilliant. I mean, mm. you, you get definitely value for your money for sure. Um, but as as far as as I go, like. I go, why do people want to stop and speak to me? Why, yeah. do, why do people want to watch my show? I better give them something, you know. But because there's this chaotic uh, movement of people, I have to establish my stage. Mm. Uh, now, there's there's street performers all over the world love to to lay down their chain mm. that, that they might use at a later time in their show, or a piece of like the rope, you know, rope, yeah. climbing rope that they might use for an escape or uh, a, a slack rope or something. <clears throat> for me, I have a bottle of water with a hole on the top. Ah. And I just draw, I draw a, a water line right round. Yes, I've seen like, it on your videos. Yeah, and, and it works. Brilliant. It's kind of like, well, the people are sword fighting, they draw the line in the sand. It's like, there's the line. This is my side. side That's your side. Know? It's fantastic. So, establishing boundaries and stuff. I don't know, I always take it back to like, how, like, how, like, the primal things, like how monkeys work, you know, like, it's it's actually quite simple. Yeah. And, and, I work non-verbally. Uh, I do make noises and I, I'll use funny sounds and I work a lot with a whistle, mm. um, which uh, which is used by clowns all over the world to to convey the instructions with people and it works very well for street.
0: And it'll work very um, well when you've got a
1: multicultural audience of different languages. I can explain an entire routine to them through this whistle, mm. that, and then at the end of it, I, I just go, and they all go, okay. Yeah, and I'm going. Wait a minute! I've got Korean people here, Japanese people yeah, here, understand. the Germans here, the Canadians here, and and they're all going. Yeah, okay, we got you, we got you. Oh. And I'm going. Isn't that amazing? You know. Yeah. So I mean, this this uh, 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 body language and all of this sort of stuff is is is, is key for all of that too. You know. Um, so yeah, coming back to 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 because uh, I could dive... See, I can oh, be here, know, I can, can know, be here all week talking all about different, entertainment. Different. I bloody love we make,
0: it. it. We can make this into three parts. Uh, yeah, I've done two uh, parts before. I've never done a three part. Already. <laughs> <we> <laughs> let's let's go with the record. Let's go with the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, world Record. Yeah, I, long, wanted, I wanted to have more. I wanted to have more episodes. You know, I'm, I'm jealous of the podcast. We have yeah. 50, 60, 100 episodes. So if we keep going, we can catch up. I'll break this into 45 minute sections, and then we will have about 10 episodes. Let's go for it, and we'll charge one hundred dollars so each. So where where are we up to? We're up to um. So we're we're up to, to uh,
1: just just uh, doing some some tips on on uh, control of audience and whatnot. Because you, you know?
0: were doing a birthday party, that's mm. where we were on, surely? yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and you know what? As as I've, as I've got older, um, and have been studying entertainment for such a long time, and and working around the world, and and with all of these different audiences and, and and doing different styles, you mm. know. Like if you look at my my um, uh, pictures from a long time ago, I was doing the 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 magician with the suit on, you know. Oh yes. I, and then I do the 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 clown mm. character, yes. and then I'm doing the street character, and then uh, you know I'm doing all these different styles, you know. Mm. I never I never I still don't have a style. I just I get a job and then I, I create for it, you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's a bit of a I don't want to say a downfall because it's it's kept me in work. You sound
0: very similar to me. I, yeah. I I can't resist trying a new character, a new costume. Mm.
1: I have I have done I've done the corporate thing where 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 you get the you know the the look uh, where the the website is all you know one particular range of colors and you know it matches the costume and that yes. matches the, the props yes. and then it matches the business cards mm. uh, the graphics on the car all of that so you've done that as well I've been there yeah um, and it was all it was all very successful I just I, I was just I, I just love exploring so I've just never I've never got oh sure if in you're doing game. if you're
0: doing the same show day after day it's going to get even even if your shows great fun after ten years you're going to want to change things. Mm.
1: Which More brings time. us on to a very, very important um, uh, subject um, uh, for entertainers, and that's complacency. Oh, yeah. This is something I talk about a lot. Actually, it's, it's, um, it's a big part of a workshop that um, I run called the Human Connection Session. Okay. Um, actually, you can check out the website, and it's thehumanconnectionsession.com. Um, this is a workshop that I've now uh, put a website together for in particular um, because I'm doing it as a charity um, event. Next year on a round the world tour. Brilliant. Offering workshops in uh, Moscow, Beijing, Japan, Peru, Ecuador. Uh, La wow. Norway Sweden yeah promote
0: Finland. Promote, promote, yeah, promote, yes. yeah so uh, and then the it, other countries you know yeah anybody actually wants to put me up on a couch for free uh, I'll do the workshop for oh just for quickly you. in case I do forget and I probably might mm. um, if you wanted to contact you what's the best way to to uh, reach you because I've been working for the Walt Disney Company for the last seven years um, I've stepped away from I thought so I've, been, I've stepped
1: away from having Your own my own
0: website because uh, you don't have any websites I anyway. don't
1: know um, I <laughs> I've had websites for for a long long time I used to build my own website and, and mm. promote them and
0: so with um, the humanconnectionsession.com is that done something still done through disney uh no this
1: is this is okay. completely separate from the Walt disney company right um, this is not it's not something they so they can support.
0: contact you directly so they can contact and if they you can cool.
1: that um or uh, please feel free to, to add me on facebook um okay I'm I'm a very active user and share a lot of my entertainment uh, on on Facebook. It's good for Max Marshall. It's Max Marshall, yep. uh, I probably will be the only profile picture with a clown standing in front of the Disneyland castle. Just saying. So you're planning.
0: Yeah, it's very, very... And if there's any
1: entertainers out there, we've probably got friends in common as well. It's a a small world in in the world of entertainment. Um, But, yeah, so uh, coming back to complacency... uh, um, this is this is fascinating because I'm, I'm, I'm about to um, I'm about to do something which is uh, is brave for me right um, it's a risk that I'm taking and that is taking two years off of performing ah. um, I finish uh, in April um, I will do the workshop um, around the world. Yeah. Um, the only show that I've got booked for next year is in Japan for the International Clown Festival. Um, I'll do that and that, that'll that be great and everything. Um, and then I will be going to um, France to study um, at the school of Philip Gollier.
0: Oh yes! The, the yes great, a great Clown Master. Yes, um, as uh, recommended by Dr. And many, many. Oh, lots
1: and that's lots of people, yeah. He's, he's
0: how
1: do you spell his name? Pe- Gali- I'll look it up, Gaulier. Yeah, G A U L L I E R. Okay. Philippe, double P. Yeah, I studied with him last year in Malaysia uh, and he, he changed my way of thinking of uh, of performing. Um, but that, all that, of oh, that's a different story. But complacency. I made a promise to myself that I would stop performing when I became complacent. Yeah. Uh, or at least have a think of what it was that I was trying to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, now, in 2008, um, I got to the end of the Christmas season. Um, so we we're now going into 2009. Mm. No, wait a minute, sorry. 2007, my brain's all, all this. 2007, I finished the Christmas season. Uh, so 2008, yeah. uh, After th- in the new year, I remember doing a gig... And the gig was great and everything, and I and, and I had I had a great time. But this was you know over the Christmas season mm. uh, in and around uh, where where I was living, you know, you were doing three gigs a day, you know, yeah. uh, stop for like three weeks. And, and yeah. January was always quite busy too. But I remember finishing up, and I had one of these Honda Civic estates, and I was I came off the stage, and I was just mad. I was just mad at at, at what I'd been doing. Huh. I was very confused, and I had a great show. It yeah, was a, it was a good show, but I I didn't think I. I felt that I could have done better.
0: Yeah.
1: And I realized why I could have done better. It was still I felt it yeah. delivered it yeah. was fine but it could have been loads better. Yeah. And then I realized that I, that I'd been very complacent. Yeah. And I remember closing the door of my on my, um, oh. my the car and I really slammed it. went, right. why did I do that? Where did that come from? You yeah. know where did that anger yeah. come yeah. from that I've just I, I've been doing all these wonderful gigs and making a lot of people happy. And I realized that maybe it's complacency. So, I talk about it like it's a disease. Well, do you know what? It, it is. It is. It, it'll eat you, and it will infect other people. Yeah. Um, we've all watched that performer on stage at some point going, his heart's not in it. Yes. When your heart is not in your performance, people see it because they have a sixth sense. Yes. It's your energy. It's your electrical energy. Yeah. I don't want to sound like tree-hugging hippie crap here. That's but not it's what true. it's about. But it's an it's absolute fact, and, yeah. and you can't deny it. Um. If you work from the heart, you can, you succeed every time.
0: Yeah.
1: And that can also be a wonderful way to get you, uh, get the rapport with your audience yes. and be in control. Yes. Nobody likes a smart ass. Yes. Know? But when they can connect with you,
0: yeah, they're
1: going to like you. Yeah. And what do you want to be? What do you want to be? You want to be liked. Yes. We all, we all want to be liked, you know. Um, it, it depends what your driving force is for entertaining your audience, but... Uh, the difference between like performers and entertainers, you know, like a, a performer can stand up there and not re- and, and be the artist on stage. Mm. Uh, it's up to the audience that if they like it or not. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but with the entertainer, we want to please everybody. Yes. So we work very very hard to please everybody. Yeah. And there's lots of different keys to do that. Yeah. But then if we feel that we're not if we're not pleasing this certain group of people over this side of the audience. We start to go, we start to get self conscious. Yeah. So then we start to we start to fail. And we start to go in, and then we start to win in our heads, and then mm. we have a bad show. Mm. You know, it might have been delivered okay, yeah. and, and it was acceptable, and you get your payment or whatever. Um. Then, but if if you just work from the heart and just show them that you're not there as a threat, mm. you're there to, to entertain. So, it. so would you it, say that works?
0: So would you say um, from, would you say that this is a, a good idea? you constantly, as a performer, you constantly try new things and challenge yourself so that you're not complacent and you work and you work and you work until you get the show working really well and then as you become complacent you try and learn some other stuff and start challenging yourself again. Mm. Is that a way?
1: Yeah, you can. Because uh,
0: because this is another thing for the podcast to just already jump in. No, that's okay. um, People like me, I've been been doing full-time professional shows for like 20 years And it's a whole new ball game um, from uh, when you when you've been doing it for over twenty years. I know people have done it like forty years, Mm -hmm. and that'd be another another whole new ball game. Because in the the first, you know, five years, it's such it's such a rush, buzz, and and a buzz and excitement. And but then as you get more and more shows after ten after ten years, fifteen years, it's very hard to keep the enthusiasm going year after year after year. And I think you know challenging yourself, and I think I think it's always worth if someone does off, offer you something, ask you to do something you haven't really done before, give it a try. I would say give it a try. You
1: can uh, you can be completely honest and say it's not something I do, but um, <laughs> give me a week and I'll learn it. You know, not 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 to that not to that degree. I wouldn't be that honest. Come on. It but, is hard though because if, if you do you die
0: on your feet, that's not good for your business. It's not good for your business. No. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, you do it's you, a do, you do have to be careful. Uh, Uh, For me, uh, when I teach uh, people about complacency, um, I I say it because um, I can talk about it, because I worked on a cruise ship for four years. And you must have got really... You do ten hours every day. Complacent, yeah. You work four-month contracts. Mm. Uh, You do four weeks on, six weeks off. Mm. Now, if you can imagine doing shows every day for four months Mm. without a day off. Yes. And you're representing... The largest entertainment company in the world. This is Disney. You know what you have to do at the end of that contract, on that last cruise? You still have to go out on the stage as if it's your first time and you've just come off vacation. And these people are like, wow, so like, you know, is this the first cruise? And they're like, no, this is the however many cruises we've done. I'm you're
0: up on the stage going, "Come on, let's yeah. go!" And you're so glad I'm talking like, to you. You know, because I, I think I'm so in time. And have, I'm ready to get some have have
1: enthusiasm. To, you have to dig when well, working on a cruise ship as an entertainer, as as a host. When I when I say entertainer, uh, when I'm talking about cruise ships, I'm not talking. I wasn't. I was not the fly on act. No. I was not the cabaret performer. No. Uh, my job was to to run uh, comedy game shows, uh, trivia's. Dance parties with the famous Walt Disney characters. Yeah. Um, I, I would race crabs uh, <laughs> on, on the island that we would go to. Uh, we would you, you're presenting all the time. You're just you're, you're up there. You're hosting um, a lot of uh, the Walt Disney uh, company. That obviously they're famous for their cartoons as well. Um, we get a lot of voices come on the ship, you know, voice, uh, um, character voices right. come on the ship and do, do, do in- interviews, not in the character <laughs> voice, unfortunately, but probably <laughs> do a little demonstration yeah. that uh, people, that you know, uh, so I, I was doing chat shows with people. Wow. We were always talking. This is why I can talk like this and I don't even take a breath because my lungs are so big, but we just, you're you on the microphone 24-7, basically, mm. and then uh, in the nightclub, you're on the dance floor going, come on, everybody, put your hands in the air, oh. come on. You know, it's all the pumping the crowd up oh all the Oh, my time. goodness. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: So I thought you were doing the same stage show every week on Sunday. No, well, the 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 this, we would do the same shows every cruise. Yeah, but uh, you you uh, are you are hosting.
1: Hosting, yeah. And no. it's ad lib. A lot of us ad lib yeah. too. So you're thinking. Yeah. So it it, it 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 plays on that. So anyway, so um, so yeah, so so I, I would work with my team and 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 really work with their motivation to to say, look, like I know you're doing it. Don't stand on stage and you know just. Step touch, you know, like give these people your love, you know. Yeah. That's going to make a difference. You talking about backup dance, like dancers yeah. and things like that? Uh, we would have like a cruise crew staff. Yeah. Uh, uh the, we, we would be a, a team. Right. Um, I was I was kind of the special specialty host. Um, right. uh, that would deal with only the adults, uh, the adult um, entertainment. Uh, uh, it wasn't X-rated, but it was. Uh, yeah. It was certainly you could play with it a little bit more and, and be a little bit more edgy and. Yeah. Um, uh, adult content in the magic. So how
0: how did you how you just told yourself I've got to give so, myself in it give a yeah. hundred energy. Well, um I, I have little things that thing I do. Sometimes I change my music uh-huh. and I don't I don't even um I don't even really pay too much attention what I just change it and play it and okay, this is okay, I'll do this to this music. Right. I just change things around or I I deliberately try not to memorize what I'm gonna say, just see what comes out sometimes. Uh, that can, that, can, that can help too. Um, and sometimes I do uh, random shows. Ritua- rituals, um, pre-show rituals are, are uh, very
1: common. Um, a lot of um, autobiographies and stuff that I've read of, of uh, entertainers um, uh, talk about uh, how they have rituals before they go on stage. These are people that have been performing for, like you say, 40, 50 years. Yes. Um, and they're still going on stage and, and still delivering the love that Freshly. the audience deserves. And I've heard a few of them talking about uh, rituals. So, like, for me, my ritual uh, before I go on stage is I stop, I close my eyes, I take a huge, big, deep breath and remember why I entertain. Right. For me, my driving force for entertainment is that I want to make the world a better place. Right. I can't do it on my own. We are the people. Yes. The entertainers can help make a difference, and we can be the hope in the world because the world is a little bit fucked
0: up right yeah. Now. yeah.
1: Excuse my language, but we've we just got to face facts. Yeah. It's, it's ever-changing. I'm not saying that there's, 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 still, there's still beauty in the world. There's still wonderful things. There's mm-hmm. still laughter. Um, but it's the, we, need the, we need the hope. And as entertainers, that should be the driving force because
0: we do actually have an important role in society. We do. We
1: are we are clowns. We are the witch doctors. We're the people that people come to for the light relief. We need it. Yeah. We need light relief. You yeah. find light relief in, 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 in a lot of and
0: everything. Because yeah, so many people believe that you have to work in an office. You have to. Life is, is supposed to be tough and hard. And then you see an entertainer, who's and that's his job, and he's making money, and he's having, a, he's, he's 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 working full time like you are. But he's showing you that you know you can have fun. Life, life isn't doesn't have to be mm. Damn, Yeah, it's it's, um, it's
1: it's it's a it's a bit of a balance with that because um, I, I've got friends saying, oh, it's not as easy as that. It's all right for you, you know." Yeah. like, no, I'm not. Look, I'm not preaching for you to be like me. I'm, ah. I'm bringing you happiness. Yeah. I'm not saying, and I, and I don't want to stand again. Nobody likes a smart ass. Yeah, it is uh, so
0: You want to be I say, hey, preaching. You know, hey, guys, I'm,
1: I'm I'm here. I'm here for you. You want to have fun? Yeah. You want yeah. to have fun? Well, look, I I can lead. But you but you've you gotta join in. Yeah. This is
0: this
1: is this is key because the we, we do and, and as I say in any podcast that
0: I do with, with, with anybody or Yeah, you can come a podcast, huh? Huh? I saw you've done the podcast before. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. You were the first person yeah, on the kids was, in the thing to have. That's right. That's a, that, what
1: a resource. And again, my great website I'm, that is jumping up and. I deliberately, I deliberately
0: not listened th- to your interview. I listened to it after oh, your interview because right, yeah. so I, I don't want to have all the same. Yeah, I'm yeah. The the the, the same joy
1: that that, that that these guys are bringing, um, Julian Mayth um, um. and and uh, Ken Kelly. Yes. Uh, what an amazing platform that they have created.
0: Um, Kids entertainers. Um, KidsEntertainersHub.com, dot and hub dot com I think I'll, yeah. I'll put it in the description. It's absolutely brilliant. You know,
1: again, like I I, I kind of think God, I wish I was I wish I was born like another ten or twenty years later. <laughs> Growing <laughs> up well, now distorted. with all these resources, you know, okay. it, it, it's it's endless and it's push. It does push boundaries. It pushes the the. the, the I, I don't know what it does for quality of entertainment. That's uh, um, you know the the you know all of these. Um, I'm not talking about kids' entertainment, hub, I just mean the, int- the internet in general. Like what what it does for quality, because mm-hmm. I think it can push it up. Yes. Um, but then there's there's the, the there's a lot of uh, everybody trying things and kind of just just hitting it sort of thing. Yes. Um, so it's, it's it's interesting. Maybe that's a subject that that, that uh, could be analysed. There's also more. the whole the, ha- fast, the, the whole controversy
0: fact. of the juggling because. Um, um, uh, on the, you get these amazing juggling videos on YouTube, um, which are incredible, and then you get someone like Anthony Gatto, who's a performer, and 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 there's a whole there's a whole little controversy, who's the greatest juggler in the world, mm. because an, someone like Anthony Gatto would say you've got to go out there and be able to perform it on a stage in one take. Uh. You can't you can't go and make a video over three weeks and just use the best ten seconds. Yeah. That, it's very interesting. It, it is yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. That's a, a whole new podcast, it
1: is. isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, the, the the world of. Uh, it's, it's funny because I, I, I'm sure everybody has an opinion on it, but I haven't really seen much discussions on it as to what um, some, screen-based yeah. entertainment has done for live entertainment. Yeah, um, I mean, I still have massive passion for cabaret. I would love. I would love to see the the this, the wave and the 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 tipping point for it to to change and come back again. Um, you know, the, we, sometimes we do kids shows nowadays. You know, and because of because of the wonderful um, visual effects that, that they're creating in these movies nowadays, the kid wants to see a fireball come it's from it's your How do you do that
0: live in a kids and, party? And, yeah, yeah,
1: there's there's lots of there's lots of things.
0: So I think it's fascinating how, how,
1: ma- how magical do we take it because storytelling is the oldest yeah. and will be the longest lasting form of entertainment that there will and mm. has ever been. So uh, I've I've seen the power of storytelling as well. I have mm. storyteller friends that that's all they do. They tell I, stories, and it's that's magic. Too. I think there'll
0: always be something special about seeing seeing a performer live in flesh, mm-hmm. no matter because you think this this kind of things happened for for, for, for years and centuries. Vaudeville so popular, so massive. They never thought it would ever end, and then there was radio and cinema and TV, and vaudeville just petered out. Mm-hmm. But then street performing. Had a boom mm. because suddenly you could see performers live again on the streets in the, yeah. in the 80s and the ni- in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's always a, there's a I think some, seeing something live is something special. No matter what, no matter no matter what other kind, there, there might be radio, there might be television, there might be cinema. Now there's the internet. There's always going to be I think I think mean, room for yeah. live entertainment. And I think that comes down to the primal thing of just like being being in
1: company and seeing it with your with your very eyes is 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 is, is really important. Um, you know, and and I think we we are living in a day and age, and and good God, I don't know how it's going to shape up, uh, and I hope it's going to get better. Uh, but people are seeking happiness, people mm-hmm. are seeking release and and escapism, and uh, so for for us as as the when I say clown, I mean I I, I don't know um, the the demographic who's listening to the podcast, but uh, the the when I say clown, I mean the light relief people, yes. the entertainers um uh the
0: clown itself is it, in not, a not word, necessarily someone in a in red nose and way of facing the circus you were talking about the, the general life
1: entertainment as the, the the happy expressive character in society that yes. that is needed you know um yeah so people people are seeking that so for me i like to read the news before i go to work yeah just purely to go uh, <laughs> this is why people. Are, this is why people are watching my show. This is why people are laughing. The news is so bad. Yeah, it, it is. It's so true. I go, wow. You know, like <laughs> here we are. We can we can help make a difference. So for, for me, that's another um, driving force. But uh, yeah, I, I learned a lot of that um, in two thousand and four. Um, I was I was fascinated by laughter and breath um, and why we clap our hands and stuff nice. like that. You know. Um, there's massive studies that people have... Why do we clap uh, our hands? Uh, why is that Why, is that, why, why is that do we, we clap our hands? Why is that universal? Well, from, from my study, it, it's uh, it, monkeys do it, ah. um, that when you get a good feeling, you can increase that good feeling by clapping your hands, and we should clap our hands completely mirror image to each other, okay. opposed to just slapping the palm.
0: Okay, so full, so full, full on, on.
1: Fingers together, yeah. a, a praying situation, because of our acupressure points in our fingers.
0: There you go. So apparently, apparently, studies say... Well, uh, that is a fascinating. <laughs> I don't believe
1: everything you hear in a podcast, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what I read about. Yeah. That, that's why I do it. They clap their hands. Well, there's so only something I haven't it's thought really about there's babies, there's only something babies do it. Babies aren't taught to clap. Am um, I, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I might be wrong, but am I right? Every culture, no matter what the language, clapping is a common thing for human uh it, are there yeah, cultures it, that don't clap. It is. However, uh, in society and formal situations,
1: uh, People that uh, in China, for example they don't they're not big clappers. Ah. you go to America, they clap at everything, everything okay. they whoop and holler and shout and wolf whistle and <laughs> all sorts of things just for the smallest of, of, of things uh, whereas like uh, in the Philippines you perform they, they love to laugh mm. and they roll around with each other opposed to actually giving applause. The Brits love to applause
0: Oh, maybe, but they they don't
1: cheer in the same way as the Americans. You know what I mean? It's all over. Um, The the, yeah, different cultures are different Italians Like to make make noise with anything that they can find to express Mm. their their gratitude for the, the performer um uh, the chinese uh in in the tradition of the history of of entertainment is that it, it's 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 not so much entertainment based it's much more performance based right. if that makes sense yes um they will watch a performance then they will clap at the end right that's because if you clap in between you're you're interrupting the, the, performance. the performance right so yeah. it's a cultural Interesting. thing yeah it's fascinating when i first came to perform here and i go ta da and there's no round of applause. I'm going until the very end. <laughs> so now within the street show, I have to, I have to, to teach them from the beginning that right. it's okay. We're here to play a game with each other. When I do this, you say yeah. You know, it's that sort of yeah. Fascinating, fascinating stuff.
0: Is. Yeah. Wow. Is that really Christmas music? Let's try it again. Whoa. Wow. Good interpretation there. Uh, oh, anyway, um, enough about that. That is Max Marshall Part 1, and please tune in next week when I shall be uploading Max Marshall Part 2. This is Big Ben. You're listening to Meet the Entertainers on The Big Ben Show. Take care, and a very, very Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, man. fun)